Simon Foley. Hey. Hi. We are back. Woo. Still blaring it in the headphones. I just hope it comes through as loud for everybody else as it does for us. Still figuring out this technology. It is nice to be back. This is uh, the story of two grown adults in their approaching, in no, not even approaching, in midlife uh, and are we buying can say home. say approaching if we want to. For the first time. Let's just pretend. <laughs> no, nah, I think we're smack dab right in the middle of it. <laughs> this is our first time at 40. And uh, my name is Nicholas. I'm here as always with my wife, Laura. Mm-hmm. And we are, really, this is our first week as homeowners. How do you feel? The exact same as I did the week before that and the week before that. Really? Do you feel different? No. There is nothing weirder than spending all of your money on a house that you still don't have access to. And cannot see. Yeah. Yeah. The To catch anybody up to speed, basically what happened was we did buy a house, but part of our deal was that we were... Um, we offered to rent it back to the previous owners so they would have time to find their own house. So it was going to be two months, which now is like seems like forever. Um, yeah. But since then has been brought down to one month. So we are in the first week of our waiting period to get into this house. So, yep. so nothing feels different except that we do have a bunch of moving boxes that you went and procured for us. They are sitting around. I think we've packed approximately five. Yep. So that's we've got, good. <laughs> we've got six weeks. So there's plenty of time. Uh, you could move. I mean, technically. I mean, technically you could. But how stressed do you want to be? How hard do you want to Here's the other thing. As we already reached out to our current landlord and gave her a date that we're leaving. And that date gives us 10 days of having both mm-hmm. homes. So that's pretty cushy for And a this move. home is in the same neighborhood a mile away. So, I mean. Technically, it's eight-tenths of a mile oh, away. Less than a mile away, excuse me. So, should be really fine and easy, right? As all moves are. Uh, yeah, it won't be easy, but I do think this will be the easiest uh terms of a move yeah. you could ever ask for absolutely we have a lot of overflow time on either side i have to say the last time we moved the only move we've done together you were out it went of really town well the entire time and that might have been the reason why it felt so easy it went so well right yeah so maybe we should do that again. Maybe send your mom and you go out of town maybe Wait, i don't maybe understand what, what what is it that i bring to the table that's so terrible well, we have mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. You don't like the stuff, and you get really flustered about the stuff, and then we get really stressed out at each other. Yeah. So, you know, and you're in the right. I'm not saying you're not in the right, but we do have that dynamic that goes on, which is just if you just remove that element that you don't have to look at it or think about it, then we're both yeah one thing's gonna have to change though is because in this house we don't really have any regard for organization or aesthetics we just have stuff everywhere we're two steps away from hoarders that is okay that is an entire exaggeration that's not i don't think you see it objectively no it looks 
like any house of people that have kids. And I know that because I go in a lot of houses of people that have kids. Wouldn't you say on a more regular basis than you do? Yes. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what it looks like. And if anything, we're better than a lot of the houses I go into of people that have kids. It's just you have a lot of stuff. Kids come with a lot of stuff. And I'm not saying I couldn't be better. I'm not saying we need all the stuff. I'm not saying we would be better off without some of it. But it is not dirty. It is not hoardery. It is just there's stuff because you have kids and they always come with a lot of stuff and they get a lot of stuff out in the world and they bring it back in. It's hard to like continually purge every day, every day, every day. I think there are some people that manage to still have nice organized homes and have kids. There are not that many unless Mm. they have cleaned up for a photo shoot of their house while they are listing it. Mm. I okay. How many houses of people with kids do I go into like all the time? I mean, not this year, but before this year. Maybe you are uh, friends with like-minded people. Oh my gosh! Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. So <laughs> buy your ticket. We're sending you out of town. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that we should, and and this is this is just how I feel. And maybe it won't work this way, but I feel like we should have a little bit more pride in organization in a house that's our own versus a rental condo. You know what I mean? Sure. Let's do this. No, it's a disaster right now. I agree. But I feel like we've at this point just given up because we know we're putting it all in boxes and there's like at the moment there's a stuff around and there's boxes around and there's stuff mm. on the counters okay this is not the first time that the house has looked like this no but it's gotten worse over the last year when everybody's just in here all the time i mean no i don't sure. i don't disagree that we've given up because we don't have anybody to impress so we may as well just put the stuff anywhere because it doesn't matter <laughs> but in this you know we have a fresh beginning it's yeah. kind of like yeah. you know my only sacred place which i'd no longer visit was my car. Mm-hmm. That was the only place that wasn't cluttered with stuff and, you know, dirty and neglected. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that is not accurate though. <laughs> is your car clean? No. Okay. No. No offense. But our house tended to be clean and I know that cuz I used to clean it by myself usually. Okay. When Easy. we Okay, not by myself, but again, since we have all been home, it has gotten a lot harder for sure. So yeah, my I, when I got that car, which was now five, six years ago, my thing was, it's just going to be pack it in, pack it out. Mm-hmm. Place for everything, everything in its place. If it comes in, it doesn't need to stay, it goes out. And it stayed that way Yeah, all these years. And it's still pretty much that way. And I would like to think that maybe our new house will kind of have, maybe we'll have that mindset. We'll be I like, I mean, I love it. I think yeah. that's a great goal to strive for. Why not I'm on start board. there? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. And that's why I think it's really good that we have a long time, you know, relatively speaking to pack because I do want to purge stuff before we go. Cause it's hard once you just have it and it's there and then you have too much and it doesn't fit and then it just ends up randomly. So I think, trying little by little just to wade through stuff and get rid of stuff but it's 
not the easiest thing to do for me personally. Right. Well, nice thing about this house is we're going to have a storage shed that we yeah. can organize. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a garage that we can organize. Mm-hmm. You know, there is there are places for stuff to go. Yeah. As long as we just keep it organized. Um, so I think there are promising ideas to just start with, put in place, and then hopefully we can just keep it that way. Container store, call out. Yeah. We should have a line in our budget right? just for container store. Um, speaking of budget, we didn't do a whole lot this week because the dust has not settled, but the dust settled on all that real real estate, realtor, lender business. Um, so that's all kind of over. And now we are moving on to these fixes that we have to do that came out of the inspection period. So today we had to go through the contractor's Bid list. Quote, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Had to go through the contractor's quote and kind of pick and choose what to do. And what we have found that on this first pass, of course, this is a long-term project. And over time, yes, we'd love to have new bathrooms and new kitchens and, you know, new turf in the backyard. And there's all kinds of really cool, fun, sexy stuff that we could do. But on this first pass, it kind of has to be... That's not what we get to do. Yeah. No, nothing fun. Nothing that we'll even see. A lot of it's behind walls or yeah. under the house. Yeah, it's vents it's and very ducting. Very depressing. And very depressing outlets. stuff. Yeah. And that we're spending a lot of money to do and won't see. Support. We're still going to have crack yeah. tile and we're still going to have cement in the shower. And One of those we're fixing. Are we? Yeah. One of the cement in the tubs yeah. we're fixing. They, all out the of, tubs have cement. Three, it's very strange. Out of, out of three tubs, we get to fix one. Um, so the, uh, so that's really the only thing that we pared down that list and we got to about half of what he had quoted us for and that's fine. We'll get to the other things as time goes on. The, um, one, (laughs) one thing that we keep being on the fence about, and I can't remember if we talked about it last week. We did actually is the painting. We're still trying to figure out if we're going to paint it ourselves. We're so... So useless. We don't know how to do anything. We could do it. It's we could take do forever. it. We could do it. It will take us a very long time to do it and for it to look nice. Yeah. That's all. We could do it. Um, The other, let's see, what else happened this week? Um, We haven't paid our first mortgage payment yet. This is something I didn't really know until we got into it, is that your mortgage payment is paid for the month prior to the After. payment. Yeah. You're, you're paying, well, you're paying for the month that follows. You're paying for the month that just passed. No. Like a credit card. Yeah. That's no. why we're paying in the following month. You pay oh. for the previous oh. month. It's not like you're rent. right. I got it backwards in my mind. You're rent, right. you pay you're in right, advance. Right, right. Mortgage, you pay. You're right. Yes. After the month is over, like a credit yeah. card. Yep, yep, yep. Which is, I mean. The like, only time in life that that happens besides a credit card, I guess. Yeah. I'm not really sure why it works that way, but I was really interested to find or found that very curious but great i mean i'll take the month and run (laughs) yeah oh not that it really matters it just gives us this one month to breathe um so that's uh that'll be coming up we'll get on that train here soon the other thing that's going on in our lives currently this is as we've mentioned kind of the hopefully the death rattle of COVID-19, 
probably not the best turn of phrase. No. But uh, <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> this is this is the end. Oh, hopefully, no. the end of COVID nineteen, which has now been going on for over a year. Uh, and what happened this week was we got our COVID nineteen vaccinations. Woo! Why don't you tell us a story of okay. how this happened? Because it this is this is something that has been discussed amongst people uh, our age. A lot of people are being untruthful mm-hmm. on their um, yes, questionnaires are. so that they can get ahead in the line. I'm not going to judge people or do what they need to do. And people have all kinds of reasons for why they need to do it. So that's okay. Uh, but for me, I was like, well, you know, we've been able to survive and do our thing this long. We both work from home. We don't need, obviously need to go anywhere because we haven't for now 13 months. Uh, so I figured we could just wait our turn. Uh, but then something fell into our lap. It did indeed. Is this our other first in our 40s thing, vaccination in a worldwide pandemic, it's which my is first, repetitive? It's my first vaccination is in my 40s. Oh, hey, okay. there you go. All right, so I had a just an annual physical with my doctor, hanging out with her, and she kind of dropped in my lap that, hey... I mean, I mentioned vaccination. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm counting the days. And she said, oh, hey, go next door. Talk to the drugstore. Ask for Nathan. (laughs) It was very backdoor secret menu style. It's a little pharmacy that is not part of the online registration system. And they just started, as a little pharmacy, they just started getting their doses of vaccinations. And because they're not part of the online registration system, they're not all spoken for. Therefore, even if you are not yet officially eligible, because we in our age group are not yet eligible where we live in California, doesn't matter. There's a wait list. And if they have extra based on, you know, the people that are just word of mouth at this point, they'll go through the wait list. So great. Thanks for the hot tip, Doc. I walked over there right after the appointment. I signed us up. They they pulled out behind the counter a little 8.5 by 11 computer paper with handwritten Like a piece of scratch paper? I mean, it was like a computer paper like you'd print out on, but, you know, then written in like three colors of ink by the various pharmacy workers. And there were maybe 10 names ahead of us. Not that many. So I thought, oh, well, that's this looks like something. The very next morning, we got the call that said, hey, do you guys want to come in today? I should add, the very next morning, you got the call and missed it. <laughs> I did. I Which was at the dentist. So awful. Fortunately, I wasn't uh, sitting there actually under the dentist's face when they called me. I was driving home from the dentist. And also, it's impressive that you answered because it was an unknown number. It came up as South Bay Pharmacy. Oh, it did. So okay. I had, got it. I had a good idea that got it. it was good news. But the other thing is that it was just luck of the draw. That's the interesting thing about these COVID-19 vaccinations right now anyway, and maybe over time this will change. But right now, you really don't have a choice as to which one you get. I guess yeah. you could just say no if they say, oh, we're going to give you the Pfizer one. And you could be like, no. And then you just wait until your next opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's doing that. It seems like everybody's just taking more than other. The Johnson and Johnson one, which is just the one shot, has really just started rolling out, so it hasn't been that much of a factor. And the other two, I feel like, are sort of equal-ish. Um, I don't know. 
But yeah, I mean, at the at the major vaccination sites, it is what it is at, on the day you roll up to get yeah. stuck. It, that's at, what it sounds at, like. At the drugstores, a lot of them, and there are some places you can see ahead of time what it is. So then you can take it or leave it. Right. But the major vaccination sites, it, it changes and it just is what it is on your day. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like most people will talk about the one that they got, like the one that happened to them as opposed to the one that I they selected. sought out. Yeah. yeah. So we, you know, you can say what you will about the efficacy of the different ones or whatever. To me, it doesn't really matter that much. Uh, But we were fortunate, in my opinion, to get this Johnson & Johnson one so you can just get one uh, shot and it's over with. All that to say, this happened (laughs) yesterday. So neither of us are really hardcore feeling any effects but i'm seems like i'm feeling a little more than Mm -hmm. you i am mustering all the energy i can right now because i'm feeling really tired this may be a short one definitely have fatigue definitely have aches uh headache and both of our arms are sore which these are all very common you know side effects right after you get the shot some people have really bad effects like Mm -hmm. some people will take a couple days where they feel like they have the flu yep I feel like I have a light flu right now. Yep. And I do not feel that. I feel minor, achy, very minor. That's about it. I had a slight headache this morning. It went away. The best thing about this COVID-19 vaccine, as I understand it, is it doesn't seem to really make a difference to us. (laughs) What are we going to do differently now that we're vaccinated? Oh, nothing. Yeah. No, nothing. Because we still have kids that are unvaccinated, and now there are variants circulating that are getting kids sick. So that's, you know. Yeah, they're always finding something to scare people with. Uh, I don't know how we're ever going to get out of this. I mean, honestly, I feel like we're just going to be at home forever because you keep going to throw something, they're going to throw something new at us that's well, going to They, make us as stay if home. it's a conspiracy by people above us. I don't know. I mean, I don't, it, honestly, like, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but it seems like. People are getting off on making people scared. Well, uh, yeah, a lot of people are just doing their thing and they're fine. So that's why I'm just I'm I'm not saying I don't believe in it. I'm just saying it seems like some people stay home and they are fine, and some people go out and they're also fine. So I just I don't know I don't know what to believe. You know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm. Um, I don't know. There's certainly a lot of people that aren't fine. So, I mean, I think let's not forget that. I know. But now it's variants. And what's the next thing? Like, when are we ever going to be able to get out of the GD house? Yeah. It doesn't seem like ever to me. We get the vaccine and then we still stay home. Yeah. I don't think we stay home. I think we feel a little bit freer, but we have masks on still. I mean, I think we feel a little looser. Okay. Good. I hope that's the case. Yeah, I, I and I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying this to 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 make it sound like I'm being a conspiracy theorist or something. I just I'm not seeing an end to it, yeah. and it's funny how everyone gets so excited about this vaccine, and yet nothing changes. Yeah. Well, I guess I mean you know we're still I don't think we're quite at the end of it. I mean you know depending where you live in the country, it's still really bad in a lot of places. We were really bad here in LA where we live earlier. We're a little better right now, but a lot of the parts of the country and certainly a lot of places in the world, that is not the story. So I think it, you know, it dep- it's relative to where you are, but I think hopefully after the vaccines are going a while, the hope is enough people get them 
that then we get it under control. But that's going to take some more time. Right. But then what about the variants? They. What about the children that don't get vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Well, if we get it under control, then we don't have to worry. But all you need is one, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the way it's always been. Like, people always thought we could get it under control, mm-hmm. and then we still stayed home. You know, no one's left their house now. Well, take that back. A lot of people have left their house, <laughs> yeah. and they seem to be fine. Um <laughs> Well, the people you see out there are still fine, but there's that's what I'm saying. There's people who are not fine. Yeah. There are. There are a lot of people who aren't fine and didn't get to come home. Like, you can't ignore that either. Right. Of course. Of course. I, this is just, this is, this is just the voices in my head that just make me wonder how this is ever going to stop. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like a vaccine is stopping it. At least not for my personal life. But maybe it will. Um, I'm I'm not saying the vaccines aren't real. I'm not saying that COVID's not real. I'm just saying I just don't see how this is ever going to end. <laughs> That's all. I just don't know how it's going to end. Well, at least we're going to be in a different house. That's part of it. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. So the... <sighs> trying to think of other firsts. And something that came up the other day was there was a story about the Girls Next Door reality show. Oh, no. I think Holly Madison wrote a book. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. And as I was reading it, it was like it was like it was a time capsule. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was that things that were going on in my 20s are now nostalgic. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) So like Britney Spears had this big resurgence and everyone was talking about it like it was a history, like a history channel show. Mm -hmm. And it was something that went down in my 20s when I was an adult. And so I've realized now going into middle age, this is what starts happening is that you have very clear recollections of living through stuff that now people are, you know, because the demographics trend younger. Mm -hmm. So now people that are consuming most of this information probably tend to be in that target demo and so they're talking about these things like, oh, I remember that when I was little, when I was growing up. Yeah. You know, th- this show was on, you know, people were watching the girls next door when they were like 13 or 14, like I was watching Real World, you know. Oh, I hope not, but okay. Of course they were. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was on E. It was, oh. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I guess just the realization of being middle-aged is kind of setting in and now these things that just seem like yesterday to a lot of people are a long time ago a different generation has come since then yeah that is crazy yeah and now there's a i mean the millennial generation which i don't really identify with although is like right on the edge of is already being usurped by Mm -hmm. gen z yeah yeah, they're old people now, too. How does that make you feel? Old. Makes me feel old. Makes me feel old and achy and ready to crawl in bed. Yeah, I wonder how this... I guess you just eventually get used to it, right? I don't know. Do you? I mean, I feel like that... I mean, what? There's that. That's the cliche, right? For the rest of your life, you're like chasing your youth, right? And all... You know, that's such a movie trope and... 
other things. I don't know if it ever feels as far away as it actually is. Yeah. Right? In your mind, it still doesn't feel like long ago to me. Yeah. I mean, we were watching The Departed last night, and that movie is now 15 years old. So crazy. I remember when I was working at a video store and Dirty Dancing came out with a 10-year anniversary version. It was like 10-year anniversary DVD or VHS or whatever it was at the time. And I remember thinking, oh, this is so long ago. Because Dirty Dancing kind of came out before I was really aware. You know, Mm -hmm. I was still little. And I was working at the store, 10-year anniversary. But now it's like 10-year anniversary is nothing. We watched neighbors the other night and it's like that's the 10 year anniversary of neighbors already that's crazy that doesn't even make sense yeah this stuff sneaks up on you yeah blink so uh, yeah this middle age thing uh is something that's i don't know it's something that you kind of have to come to terms with and i guess just live with forever yeah and you, I mean, I don't know. What are you looking forward to? Let's look at it that way, right? What are you looking forward to? Like in your 20s, that you're question. looking forward to everything. The world is still your page to turn. We're, so now, like we're down the track on the careers. You're down the, we're down the track on family. We're together. What do you look forward to? Your funeral, I guess. No, with the terrible answer. That's all that's left. No, that is the worst answer I've ever heard. Oh, no. What's left? I mean, your kids' graduations and then your funeral. Oh, boy. It's paraphrasing from boyhood, but it's kind of true. Thank you. What are you looking forward to? We're never going to be able to retire, so you can't look forward to that. No. Look forward to being a Starbucks barista someday. Walmart greeter? Yeah, sure. Or we could be like Nomadland and just, you know, follow Amazon around for seasonal work and live in an RV. Sounds good. I don't think it's good. No. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll decide the house isn't for us and we're meant to be RV people. That is a thing that's happening. Really? Yeah. Like a lot of people are just kind of getting tossed aside, you know, and then they just got to figure it out. Yeah. And so there won't be any social security left. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, I mean, what are you going to do? But what I'm finding that there's not very much to look forward to. <laughs> this has turned into a really depressing conversation. Um, well, okay. We're going to look forward to fixing up our house, right? Making it a place where we'd love to be with all of our spare pennies. Okay. Yeah. We're going to look forward to going through all the moments with our kids. I mean, right? That's of course. what people do. And then when they leave, what do we do? Well, we have to keep working. Yeah. We're never going to be able to stop working. No. And we'll probably still be in our homes because there will be viruses. <laughs> so a long time. Yeah, I know. That's what I keep thinking about. How long is this going to last? So we'll be uh, in our uh, elder years. Kids will be gone. We'll still be working out in Zoom from the house. But Zoom will be somehow like implanted in your brain. Mm-hmm. It won't be Zoom anymore, though. Someone will buy no, Zoom. of course. It'll be a different company. No. Ew, that'll be like Earthlink by then. Earthlink? 
Uh, wasn't that a web browser at one time? Yeah. You think Earthlink's coming back? No, I'm saying Zoom will be oh. to the future, whatever it is, as oh, like, Earthlink um, is to now. Right. Like Alta Vista or yeah. Lycos. Correct. Okay. Blast from the past. <sighs> well, we need some more wine. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of dark rabbit holes you can go down these days. It's all going to be great. It's going to be great. What did you think of Neighbors? It was fun. I think we need to watch Neighbors 2. I don't think Neighbors 2 is supposed to be very good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. Well, it's a quiet week. I think that's all I got. <laughs> I think you need to go to sleep. That might be true. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add before we sign um, off to this short episode? Man, not really. We keep driving by. We keep driving by and looking out the window at our, our house. Yeah, like... Like Wayne Campbell looking at the guitar in the window. Yep. It will be mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, and the people that live there now have an RV in the driveway, so it's really hard to kind of get a curb You really can't view. even see it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hidden. Comforting to know hidden. that someday we can own an RV and have a place to park it. Yeah, it's exciting. See, oh, there's something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> when we become Francis McDormand in Nomadland. Yeah. We won't have the house anymore, though. That's the problem. Oh, no. We have to... Well, we need the driveway, though. Yeah, maybe someday. Okay. All right. I think we're signing off. All right. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, uh, I guess we will be back next week. Maybe we'll interview somebody or something. Got to live in these in between our yeah. episodes up once we move into this house we'll have plenty to talk about but for now it's just waiting game britney spears funerals and vaccine blues all right well as always this is our first time we'll see you next time first time in 40.